Hi everyone, this is Learn to Love. I'm Amani and I'm joined by my mother, who's a therapist. Hi, I'm Shazia. We're here to talk about your questions about love and relationships. Send your love questions to our Instagram at Learn to Love Official Podcast. This week, the question that we wanted to focus on and discuss was about feeling stagnant versus growth and change. Mm-hmm. And it felt like a topic that was very urgent right now because of COVID and everything that we've been through, like basically the past year. Mm-hmm. And I think by stagnation, what the question meant and what we kind of took from the question was being boxed into our old routines or the same routines and comfort zones and ways of being versus growth and change in a way that makes us feel fulfilled or happy with ourselves or like we've progressed in a certain way. And I think we wanted to start off this conversation by talking a little bit about why we can feel stagnant and why that happens, and how sometimes there's really long periods of time where we as human beings can get stuck in a period of stagnation, and it's really hard to like claw our ways out of that. Mm-hmm. The words you used just now, stagnation and comfort zone, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, when we become too comfortable in a familiar routine, when we do yeah. the same things again and again, see the same people, that can really lead to a feeling of being stuck. Mm-hmm. And like you said, boxed in. Yeah. And so boxed in that our routine is literally trapping us And the more we do something, the harder it is to break out of it because we're creatures of comfort at the end of the day. I think me personally, I know that I'm a creature of habit, somebody who loves comfort zones. And for me, it's really hard to say yes to things that seem really scary and like new opportunities Mm because there's like this fear and anxiety around it. Very common. Yeah, and I think sometimes that can force me personally into a lot of stagnation or feeling like I've been doing the same thing and like what you're saying, the same conversations, the same people, Mm -hmm. the same interactions. And I'm limiting myself because like I'm not doing anything new or anything that's challenging me in any way. Yeah, absolutely. I think that we're boxed into these routines And we can get really comfortable, you know, we can get fairly Mm -hmm. comfortable going into our familiar routines, things that we used to do before, um, things that we've grown used to. And on some level, that's really comforting, you know, because as human beings, we like familiar, we like the familiar. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that we thrive on change. We thrive on growth. So at Mm -hmm. any given time, we're trying to balance these two things. Mm -hmm. And it's a delicate balancing act. And if we fall too much into patterns of the familiar, into routines, we can start to feel really stagnant. Yeah. And for me, I think I'm personally very guilty of getting too comfortable with that and then Mm -hmm. not pursuing the change or the growth. It's almost like stepping out of that comfort zone is like too anxiety provoking. Yeah. And the funny thing about... Or I shouldn't say funny, but the ironic thing about comfort zones and anxiety is that sometimes we're anxious, so we seek what's comfortable and familiar. Yeah. But the more we seek what's comfortable and familiar, the more fearful and worried we become of the unfamiliar 
and the mm-hmm. unknown. So it's yeah. like a cycle that repeats itself again and again. The more comfortable we become, the more anxious, the more yeah. anxious we are, the more comfort we seek. Yeah, definitely. And I think sometimes anxiety can create a headspace where reaching that change or that growth can seem almost like impossible because you don't even know where to start because you've been stuck in that cycle for so long that even taking like a baby step or mapping out what the baby step towards change could be is like an entire process that is a process that seems too much or too hard. Yeah, because the burden of fear has been accumulating and accumulating and accumulating. And sometimes it's our anxiety that creates this kind of clinging to a comfort zone Mm -hmm. and same routine again and again. But sometimes it's circumstances like the pandemic is a really significant example of our lives having had opportunities to travel, to meet people, to go to events, public gatherings, all of that has been severely curtailed and restricted Mm -hmm. And our routines and our habits have become very limited. And as a result, for most people, their opportunities for growth, their opportunities to explore, to seek new solutions, to even seek new skills or ways of seeing things have become very limited. So in a way, maybe it's not even a comfort zone which has been chosen, but almost like a safety zone so that we're not at risk or limit the risk to the virus that can really impact our mental health as well yeah definitely i think having a physical circumstance that limits you is a really valid cause of the stagnation that a lot of people are feeling right now yeah right now it's covid and the limited opportunities that we have that sometimes box us in while that's had a severe impact on whether we're growing and learning and changing or becoming stagnant, I also think there are other reasons. And I think one of those uh, reasons that I have experienced in my life is that as we grow older, as we have more responsibilities, and we start to put ourselves into roles, like a professional role, a family role, we start to become hyper-focused on fulfilling those roles and responsibilities And in a way that can really crush our creativity. Because when we're young, we're exploring, we have a sense of adventure because in a way youth allows for that. Yeah, like endless opportunities, stuff like that. Absolutely. You know, it's really encouraged in our younger years. But as we grow older, it's quite discouraged, especially in our society. Yeah, to pull anything new or different or not stick to the script is definitely discouraged. Yeah, and if I'm like 47 years old, like I am, and say I want to take a year off from my very, I'm using air quotes again, established path of, you know... Adulthood. Adulthood, being a mom. And if I decide to check out and pursue something purely out of curiosity, purely to stir up creativity, Mm -hmm. and it sidetracks me from a career it sidetracks me from fulfilling responsibilities that's quite discouraged yeah especially in our society yeah for sure it's like as we grow up as we settle into adulthood there's like more and more control over like what's right and what's wrong and stepping out of the norm is also 
I guess, more looked down upon? Absolutely, because to be a good adult, again, quote unquote, good, what does good mean? Such a limited, narrow definition of being a good, responsible adult means having a home, having a career, paying your bills, taking care of your children, making sure your children go to the good schools, they, you know, do all their homework, so on and so forth. But not everybody wants to live a life that's so choreographed. Yeah. And not that that life isn't hard and doesn't come with its challenges and set of expectations and stuff that challenges you on a daily basis. But I I think what I'm getting from what you're saying is that it's like what everybody does and it's the script that's already written. Absolutely. It's a script that's written for you. And if you want to change it around, maybe you want to delay having a career maybe you want to experiment but you want to live with very very limited income and you're okay with doing that you're okay with sharing an apartment with four other people you know people do that in other places but over here it's almost as if oh you're 37 years old and you're a woman and you're still not married and Mm -hmm. You know, when are you going to have children? Have you thought of that? So there's a lot of judgment. There's a lot of discouragement towards experimenting with lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So that can have an impact on you as well. But your own thinking, I think, is key. Mm -hmm. What you think are the freedoms that you want to allow yourself. Yeah, and I think also like, We're living in Pakistan and we have exposure to the outside world and Mm -hmm. like North America and how things are changing. And, you know, even something as simple as marriage, for example, like people my age, my friends, we all watch these like movies, TV shows about North America and like divorce, not getting married, being single, whatever has become increasingly normalized. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's not following that same trajectory like where we're living right now. Mm-hmm. Like maybe some people are starting to question, you know, marriage, age and things like that. But it's obviously not the majority. And I think being in a place where there's very little questioning of the norm, mm-hmm. but also being exposed to places in the world where it is being questioned mm-hmm. is a very like difficult place to be because you're just like, what do I want to mm-hmm. do and where do I fit in? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because the world is changing very, very fast. But our society is changing very slowly. Yeah. And most of us, we have an opportunity to learn from a Western curriculum, whether it's the O-levels or um, the AP system, like the I AP was in, system, the yeah. American system, the IB system, which is a European system. So most of us are following a Western-based curriculum in our in our high school, our university years. But a lot of the cultural values of Pakistani society are based on another way of thinking, an Eastern way of thinking, and yeah. bring the two together when the Western thinking is changing so fast, whereas the traditional way of being and thinking is changing, but very slowly. Yeah, like even things like sexual education, Uh like they just refuse to implement that in our schools over here. Like I went to KAS, which is supposed to be this like liberal, open-minded school, but we didn't have any normal curriculum that included that, you know? Are you serious? We didn't. There was like a PE teacher who 
had a class where they would kind of touch on it, but it was like optional and it was not part of like our curriculum at all. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so many things about roles in society, roles women have, yeah. you know, freedoms, individuals exercise, mm-hmm. ways of thinking, innovation, technology that we're yeah. exposed to on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And it's frustrating not being able to, I guess, see that progression in our own society. And that can also make us feel very stagnated or very limited in what we can do even or the change we can bring about in our society. Absolutely. The effort an individual can make seems almost insurmountable against a resistance of a traditional society that's moving very slowly towards change. It is moving, but the pace is much slower. Yeah. So I think that what I'd like to clarify, though, we're not saying changing according to Western norms is the preferred way or is the standard way to be. What I'm saying is that the way we're educated is to question, Mm -hmm. is to investigate, is to be creative and curious in the ways we decide our thoughts and our ideas and our values. But when a society tends to be very traditional and very narrow in terms of what ideas and norms are okay to follow, especially in adulthood, that can feel like a limiting force in our lives. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a really big reason why I think a lot of people my age, like once we've gone to university and we've questioned things like to another level Mm -hmm. and we've been exposed to things to another level, it's so hard to come back here and settle back into the same routines. And then when we do so, like I'm definitely doing so, we tend to feel very stagnated because it's like all the growth that we made is kind of like, not able to be implemented. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I can completely relate to that because 25 years ago, I went to university mm-hmm. in Montreal at McGill, the same school you went to. And I remember yeah. taking courses on feminism. I remember taking courses on the nation state. I was a political science major. Yeah. I deconstructed all the ideas around politics and mm-hmm. the way society is developed and framed and defined. Yeah, And you come back to a society like Pakistan and these things are not questioned in the mainstream dialogue. They're not talked about as if they are on the table to be discussed and redefined. It's almost as if it's wrong to talk about them in a way that questions them. Yeah, like your ideas and the way you think aren't limited anymore, but the way you can practice them once you move back um, is still totally limited because the focus here is different. It's smaller. It's it's narrow and narrower in some ways. I know for me, when I came back at the age of 22 after being a political science major in one of the most re- liberal universities, I had questioned all these ideas of what it means to be a woman and all my freedom and choices and things like that. And when I came back, I was expected to settle down and get married for whatever reason. And coming from a world in which theoretically as a woman, I had all the freedoms to decide 
my life choices, what I wanted to do, how I wanted to live, to being put in a situation where if I didn't follow the norm, there was a risk that I would be isolated and marginalized from society was Mm -hmm. so frightening Yeah, that I chose to just conform for a limited period of time, but I chose to conform. Yeah. And I'm just wondering what it's like now for you. I think it's definitely changed in some ways. I mean, it's been like 20 years mm-hmm. now since, More. <laughs> <laughs> since then. And I think people are starting to push the marriage age and question things. But honestly, like we were saying before, it's so slow and it's not even that much. And I think that same feeling that you're describing a feeling like quote-unquote like wrong if you don't conform Mm -hmm. is still really real Mm -hmm. and still very like prevalent Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. takes a lot of courage to to go against the norm because so few people around us are doing it so every time we do something that's out of the norm or we do something that the majority isn't following, yeah. it's like forging a new path. Yeah. And it's so much more difficult to forge a new path than yeah. kind of follow along For footsteps sure. and maybe make the path more clear, more yeah. stable. But every time if you have to forge a new pathway, it's a lot of energy and effort. Yeah, it's a lot of effort. And it's almost like you're sucked into the way things are. And you can kind of stop yourself from questioning the way things are because it can become too difficult for you then. And you can almost stop yourself from making those bold decisions or doing those things that go against the grain. Mm-hmm. Out of like the fear that you won't be accepted in some way. But I also think that what can happen sometimes is that we can get too comfortable. And for me personally, like speaking from personal experience and like conversations I've had with my friends, I think somebody said something to me the other day that really made me think. They were like, oh, I really should go do my master's soon or I'll get too comfortable like in Karachi and then I'll like never go. Mm -hmm. And then I was thinking like, why is that? Mm -hmm. And why do I also have that same idea that like, if I don't do my master's now, I probably won't do it because I'll just get too comfortable with the way things are. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe it's just a tendency that we have to kind of just go with the way things are and just ride with the wave of how the society works around us Mm -hmm. so that we aren't outcasted. So we almost fit ourselves into the box that already exists or the script that's already set out for us. I think what you're saying to me, what it's bringing to my mind is on one hand, flowing with society can bring about comfort. That comfort can breed familiarity. That familiarity can really give rise to anxiety towards anything new or different. Yeah. And on the other hand, going against what the norms of society are prescribing mm-hmm. can be so uncomfortable yeah, that we can start to really doubt ourselves whether we're on the right path. Yeah, so we then deliberately cause stagnation upon ourselves. Yeah, so it's a very binary way to be, either mm-hmm. really comfortable 
in the flow of what everybody else is doing and then never moving out. And that has a discomfort of its own, which is no growth, no change. I shouldn't say no growth, no change. If you're living, there's growth and change, but it's very limited. Mm -hmm. And maybe over time you become more and more dissatisfied. But on the other hand, risking ourselves to the exposure of being on a pioneering path all on our own it could be lonely it can be isolating yeah and it can be really really scary yeah i agree and like the binaries that you mentioned i think those are really real but part of me is also hopeful that there's a way to not feel so stagnant when we are in situations that limit us and like find some internal direction or drive that makes us feel like we're progressing and changing, regardless of how limited we may feel. Absolutely. And I think that there are ways to maintain that sense of purpose or meaning. But I think developing that does take time. And I think we feel much more stable and secure once we have a concrete sense of who we are and what our priorities are and what's most important to us. Mm-hmm. Because when we're young, that can change. Back, we can go back and forth in terms of what we believe, what we think, what we value. But if we're going to go against the norm of society, I think that our understanding of what we want to put our time and effort and energy into needs to be quite stable and secure. Yeah, that makes sense. Because like, until we've reached that firm sense of self, it's kind of inevitable that we'll be stuck in a little bit of confusion Mm -hmm. about who we are and what's important to us. And for me personally, there's nothing more uncomfortable than a state of confusion. I think for a lot of people, confusion is really uncomfortable because like we're creatures of comfort, we're also really fond of certainty Yeah, and we don't really like not knowing. But being in a state of not knowing is essential if we're going to figure out what is meaningful to us personally. Yeah, like taking the time to question ourselves Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and check up on our old values our old ways of thinking Mm -hmm. and kind of update them to what feels right in the present. Absolutely. Because we're not the same people. We change, we evolve, especially as we grow, as we mature. Yeah. And, you know, when we're transitioning into adulthood, that's a very crucial time to -hmm. do that evaluation, to do that investigation. And I think one of the ways in which we can do that is not fall into the habits of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very easy to start meeting the same people we used to meet. Yeah. The people who have similar lifestyles, some similar socioeconomic statuses. They live mm-hmm. in our neighborhoods. They went to the same schools. They have similar problems and ways of thinking. We even go yeah. to the same restaurants as most people, <laughs> you know. And sometimes when we're exposed to people from different backgrounds, different ways of life, different degrees of difficulty and challenges in their life it can really open our mind Mm -hmm. but unfortunately in our society we only come across those people as people who are in the service industry 
or when we do charity work. But we don't go out and befriend people. We don't go out and really get to know what their lives are like on a one-on-one basis. Yeah, like expand our worldviews, not just from the TV and the content that we consume, but actually like in our day-to-day. Real life examples of human beings that have very different challenges than our own and very different thinking than our own. Because even though that thinking may not be the thinking that we adopt, but just having exposure to a completely different type of thinking is really important. Mm -hmm. And not just like for a research project or for an assignment, but really because it's important. To learn. Yeah. Curiosity is really important to learn about ourselves, about the world, about the way things are, rather Mm -hmm. than get stuck in perceptions that are really not true because they're based on such a narrow percentage of society. Yeah, I agree. Also, giving yourself a detox from what everybody else in your social media, like on your social media timeline or in your community is doing and really focusing on what you want to do and the priorities that you're still forming or in the process of like forming for yourself. I think it only happen once you've kind of tuned into yourself and like let go of some of the distractions that we all have like on a daily basis. For sure. I think putting down that phone, putting away the technology, spending time with yourself is essential. Yeah. You know, ideas will come when you're not, when we're not constantly consuming information and images that are on our screen. Yeah. I think doing that detox takes a lot of courage, Mm -hmm. though. It takes a lot of courage because we're so used to numbing our thoughts by consuming, consuming, consuming from the outside. But what that does is it blocks any creativity, any reflection from the inside to emerge and actually become Mm -hmm. deep enough or firm enough for us to form a stable or secure idea of what it is we want to pursue. Yeah, I totally agree. But unfortunately, in this day and age, telling somebody that the answer is to put away their phone is like, I think, so unrealistic for most people. I completely agree with you. I think somebody not just your age, but I think somebody my age. I think we're so addicted to our screen. We're so addicted to getting information that's available to us and changing on a second to second basis. But it's, you know, I'd like to frame it in a different way. It's not about putting your screen away. It's not a punishment. It's an invitation to spend time with Mm. yourself. And once we've formed a firm sense of what's important and our sense of internal direction, I think that it's important to develop skills so that we can cultivate the courage to keep on pursuing it so Sometimes that means facing fears and facing the unfamiliar as something we do on a regular basis. Mm. That's a skill that can be cultivated by putting ourselves outside of our comfort zone. Yeah. Learning a new skill like maybe a musical instrument, doing things that you would not do or talk about or think about with your old friends, but making new friends, meeting new people, engaging yourself in activities that expose you and teach you ways of being that you're not accustomed to. 
But sometimes we have in our minds that if we do things that we're unfamiliar with, mm-hmm. that we'll become unhappy because we have this idea that doing things that we're familiar with, repeating patterns that we're comfortable with, is the way to keep ourselves satisfied and content and comfortable and breaking out of that comfort zone and putting ourselves in some physical discomfort and mental discomfort because we're facing the unfamiliar will make us unhappy. But actually the opposite is true. Mm -hmm. Making yourself, putting yourself in an uncomfortable position can have the opposite effect. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Yeah, because it really can trigger change and growth that we thrive on. Yeah, I think doing something every day that makes us a little bit uncomfortable Mm -hmm. is a really good point because I think that can be as simple as giving yourself like an early time to wake up in the morning, for example, when you're like not used to waking up early. Absolutely. And slowly, slowly building upon that Mm -hmm. and doing things physically that put you maybe you feel hot or maybe you feel tired or maybe you have to use your fingers in a way, you know, that makes you exhausted, but you're learning something new. Yeah. You know, and we're sometimes so used to our comfortable life, our physically comfortable, luxurious life. And that can be lethal in terms Mm -hmm. of stagnation. Yeah. I think that's a great point to end on. And this conversation really helped me in a lot of ways because I think this topic is so urgent right now. Like Mm -hmm. it's almost like COVID has created a situation in which there's a lot of stagnation. And this is a very like common feeling for me and like a lot of people I'm around. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I hope that this podcast episode was helpful and that our audience enjoyed it. And do you have anything else to say before we end this episode? Yeah, I think that the last fear that I'd like to talk about is just the the thinking that if we do something different, we'll be left alone, we'll mm-hmm. be isolated. Yeah. And I think I've said it before in previous episodes, that's not true. I think mm-hmm. as we break new ground, we learn new things, we have new adventures, yeah. I think that we form communities of people around us who are doing the same. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, do it. Put yourself in an uncomfortable (laughs) position. And thanks for having this conversation with me today. We hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you next week. See you next week.